while your day is winding down, they're just getting started. This is South Coast Tonight with Chris McCarthy and Marcus Farrow. They've got you covered on all the news of the day, from local issues to politics on both sides of the aisle. This is the place where the movers and shakers come to be heard, to listen, and where they're held accountable. This is South Coast Tonight on WBSM. South Coast tonight. I'm Marcus. 508-996-0500 is how you can join me this evening. Good to be back. Um, took a couple days off at the end of the week. I want to thank Jess Machado for filling in for me uh, while I was gone. I thought she, um, I didn't get to listen to much because I wasn't there. Uh, I was on vacation. And when you're, when you work at the radio station and you, and you go on a vacation, typically take a vacation from listening to the radio too. Um, so I didn't get to hear a lot of uh, what she had presented to you guys, but I got to hear some of it, and I, I thought she did a really good job. So thanks to Jess for uh, filling in for me. Sounded like her, Chris, and uh, Evan Gendro had fun on uh, Friday night too. Sounded like there was a lot of calls, a lot of interest in that. So I'm, I'm glad to hear that. Um, but I'm here with you guys tonight. Chris will be back later in the week, and, and we got Adam Bass. He's on the line right now. He's going to join us soon. But what I wanted to mention is um, Jack Spillane had said earlier today that the Ward 3 debate is Thursday. It's actually Wednesday uh, this week, uh, Wednesday, uh, February 22nd at 7 p.m. here in the WBSM studio. Really looking forward to it. Should be a good time. But Chris will be back for that. We'll, we'll be in with... Um, and we'll be in with us. Jack will be co-moderating with us. So we're really hoping we're really hoping for you know some good uh, discussion with both candidates. Um, but uh, but now we're joined by uh, WBSM uh, reporter Adam Bass. He's on the line with us now. Hey Adam, how are you? Good to be back again, Marcus. Yeah, it's good to have you back. So Adam, uh, the reason I had you on is you've got an article on WBSM.com. You, you just reported uh, something, uh, some pretty important news. Um, I mean, just for background, everybody's been following the the the, the pay raises, you know, those $50,000 pay raises that were implemented by Council Morad and passed by unanimously by the council. Um the mayor wants they were reduced to 25 percent, uh, you know, like basically like twenty five thousand dollar pay raises. But looks like Mitchell is looking to reevaluate that. Yes. Uh, mayor Mitchell, Sean Mitchell has recently released a statement. Adam, I'm having a hard time hearing you. Oh, can you hear me now? Yeah. Uh, so Mayor John Mitchell has said that he is reconsidering. Uh, the new longevity benefits passed by the council. These are the 25%. Adam, you, Adam, wherever you are right now is not a good spot for reception. Yeah. Hmm? Can you hear me now? Yeah. All right. Um, one, two, one, two. <laughs> so, as I was saying, let's try this one more time. And Adam. Can you hear me? I can hear you. It's... It's not great. Uh-oh. Uh, hold on one second. Is this sounding right now? What? Does this sound right now? No, it's not. It doesn't sound good. 
Um, unfortunately, there's no real good uh, connection here. It looks like we're running technical difficulties. Okay. We'll just do your best then. All right. So as I was saying, um, so recently, John Mitchell, has, Mayor John Mitchell, has released a report, an order, calling for the city council to reconsider the 25% pay raise for those eight positions, three of those positions being the animal control officer, the director of community services, and the director of the licensing board. He says, and quote, after careful consideration, I believe the new longevity benefits established by the council are excessive and unnecessary given the longevity benefits which were already in place for you to see employees prior to the council's passage. So, um, so he's looking for the council. So he's he's looking to revisit it. Basically, he wants to he wants to rein that back in a little bit more. Yes, that is correct. He's also um, re- uh, asking the council to reconsider its residency requirement for Bedford City. Or, excuse me, employees who work for the city. Uh, oh yeah. So there was okay. So for people who don't know about that, there's a ten percent pay reduction for people who want to take a job that don't live in the city. They passed mm-hmm. that almost unanimously. It was 10 to 1, I remember. About two two or three years ago, Mitchell vetoed it. They overrode the veto. So they're looking to revisit. So he wants to revisit that. Has there been any reporting from the council on whether or not they're, they're considering it? Um, there was recent uh, comments from the council on Tim Weisberg's show on WBAM. And they said they're just going to look at it. Uh, Councilor Morad said in my article, um, there will be a council, they will be on the council agenda next week, uh, the two orders that Mayor Mitchell has, has considered. The administration submits what the council wants to consider by the end of the day on Thursday. So not really clear if they're going to say yes or no to any of these orders, Marcus. But that that is going to be in front of the council on Thursday? Yes. And you're going to be there on Thursday? Absolutely. Great. And I'll be here on Thursday. So we'll be getting some, hopefully getting a a little bit of uh, live updates on where they're at and considering Mayor Mitchell's uh, proposal to those, um, to those, to those pay raises. Um, So anything else that people should know about the story? Well, well, you know, the story is just another example of the city council and the mayor simply not getting along. Uh, Jack Spillane of the New Bedford Light has eloquated this, or excuse me, explain this very eloquently. These are two powers that are constantly butting heads with each other. Mm-hmm. And again, as as I've heard from discussions from people who follow this stuff, there's going to be fireworks on Thursday if if they want to consider this order by Mitchell. You know, Councilor Morad and Mayor Mitchell really don't see eye to eye on a lot of issues. So you, um, yeah, that's that's for sure. They don't. They didn't really start talking until this year. Um, so, um, so you're going to be there. So we imagine we're, we're anticipating. I think a lot of robust discussion on this. Yes, and I think they're going to give different reasons for why their side is right. You know, Mayor Mitchell again says, you know, look, it should be. The pay raise should be at five to ten percent for all positions, mm-hmm. whereas the council is going to say, "Look, at the same time, these people have been working for us for more than ten years. They should have a significant pay raise." Yeah. 
Well, they did, uh, you know, I, Council Moore did say it was about the position, not the people. So that shouldn't be a problem for her, I suppose. It shouldn't be the problem for the councillors because they've all said that it's about the position, not the people. But um, so uh, what um, – okay, so so it, it's kind of interesting, though. I think that they've been open to it at the very least. I think uh, Council Moore's comments actually on Tim's show said we'll see what he says instead of saying no – We've already reduced it once. We're not reducing it again. Um, last time you were at that meeting, it's worth noting, last time you were at that meeting, there were a lot of people there um, lined up in protest to those amendments, right? Yes, there were people actually in the balcony of the city council chamber, which was a sight to behold. You know, people had signs at, the, at that meeting, Marcus, dated yeah. on January 12th. And they said, look, well, not look, excuse me, but here, here's the reality. The, the fact of the matter is, is that we don't have that kind of money to be to be raising salaries by forty to fifty thousand mm-hmm. dollars. It's not fiscally conservative, as some of us said. Right. Um, so, and there were some people that said, like, because they had, they had those pay raises that Moore had implemented, they were they were fifty thousand dollar pay raises, basically, or fifty percent pay raises. They got capped at twenty five percent, but there were people there. That still said that was, if my recollection serves me right, there are people that still said 25% is too much. Yes, actually. There's an article on WBSM that talks about one of the people there saying calling for a 15% uh, cap on the pay raises. Mm-hmm. So 25% for many people wasn't enough. They were, they were surprised that the council did, in fact, lower to 25% from that forty to 50000 But for many people, it wasn't low enough. So, uh, Adam Bass, he's our city hall reporter. You're going to be there on Thursday for the meeting. Um, is there is there anything else that we should know about this story? Well, the fact that it's on WBSM right now, and for folks should should take a take a read at it. Uh, it really details the the dynamics and the relationship between Mayor Mitchell and the city council. You know, for for many cities and many towns in Massachusetts, the working relationship between a mayor or the executive office and the legislature, that being the city council, is important. So understanding who the, who the power players are in this story, those being Mayor Mitchell of New Bedford and city council president Morad, is important. Uh, Adam Bass, WBSM reporter, uh, thanks so much for coming on. Um, we're looking forward to hearing from you on Thursday when you're in the council chambers. I'll probably see you. Uh, here uh, in studio after that. And hopefully with a better reception. Hopefully with a better reception. Yeah, I think it'll be better when you're uh, right in front of the mic. Thanks, Adam. Appreciate it. Thank you. That was Adam Bass. He's our city hall reporter um, for WBSM. I think he's done a really good job. He's actually got quite a few things up um, on. uh, He's really hit the ground running in terms of his his writing. Uh, You can check out a lot of his stuff that he has. Most of it is reporting live from City well reporting afterwards from City Hall. He shows up at the um, he shows up at the City Council meetings, uh, so you don't have to. And he's able to provide live updates here. Um, do a little post game once he's finished with his writing. He does a little post game with me here on South Coast tonight, which I think is really a great service um, that he's you know that he's able to do. And uh, he also reports on some other stuff, uh, you know, like he has a good, really good piece on Bristol County Sheriff Paul Harrow and his position 
on the organ donor bill um, that is uh, that's made its way through, um, not made its way through, but that was recently introduced uh, to the mass to to the state house. Um, now, Haro had been on uh, been on here in South Coast tonight with with me, actually with Jessica when she was guest hosting. He he told his he told us his position on it. But Haro does, I think, a pre. Uh, I mean, Adam does a pretty good job um, covering that story that uh, of that organ uh, that prison organ donor bill. Um, that's definitely been a source of uh, controversy. He's also got another piece uh, on. Um, on WBSM.com for, uh, it says New Bedford seeks input for 10 year plan at open house events. So they'd had, um, they'd had a public, uh, open house event, I believe at Gomes, the Gomes school last weekend, not this past weekend, but the weekend before. And I know the mayor was there. The city council was there. They were, you know, they created a master, the New Bedford, like every other town in the Commonwealth created a master plan and they were looking for, uh, they have to per, per, um, per state law and, uh, New Bedford had a, um, had their public input, uh, hearing for the, the master plan. And, um, that's posted on WBSM.com as well. And just all of his reporting on city council, there's a bill that, uh, Tony Cabral filed. He talked about too, and a another piece on. It's got another piece on um, the Ward Three election, uh, the Ward Three uh, special election for City Council, and um, he's got uh, you know live updates, some of us, and actually some stuff from the State House too. So a lot of good stuff. Adam's been writing there on uh, WBSM.com. So you should definitely. Uh, check it out. That's the most recent piece you can find. It was just posted earlier today, so it'll be at the very top of the you know the app or wbsm.com. However, you experience the digital content, uh, you'll be able to see New Bedford Mayor John Mitchell seeks changes to salary amendments. So that's on his. Um, that's on. That is on WBSM.com. You can check that out. 508-996-0500 is how you can get uh, on the program this evening. I think what we'll do now is we'll take a quick uh, commercial break, and then we'll be right back. Uh, this is South Coast Tonight. I'm Marcus. Chris will be back uh, later. Listen to us live anywhere. Welcome back to the show. I'm Marcus. 508-996-0500 is how you can get in the program this evening. That was Adam Bass, our City Hall reporter. Um, He's going to be at uh, the City Council meeting on uh, Thursday, going to give us live updates from City Hall, and we're really looking forward to it. Um, It seems like it's going to be an interesting meeting with Mayor Mitchell proposing the um, scaling back of those pay raises that were that were uh, put forward by Council Moore at the fifty thousand dollar pay raises that were then reduced to uh, about you know there were fifty thousand dollars about fifty percent pay raises reduced to about twenty five percent. There were a lot of people that still said that wasn't enough. There were callers, a lot of callers that still said that wasn't. Uh, there was a lot of callers that still said that wasn't enough. So. Um, We'll see how that is is taken. Um, you know, there'll be some discussion on that. I'm sure Mayor Mitchell in his segment on on Tim's show 
on Wednesday. We'll uh, talk more about that uh, with Mayor Mitchell leading up to the meeting on Thursday. And on Thursday, we'll be able to give live updates um, on how that is uh, going to be taken. Might be a bit of a long meeting, right? Because it might be a bit of a long meeting because um, I imagine that's one of those items where a lot of people want to talk. Maybe not. Um, but I imagine that's one of those items where people really want to talk because there is, I mean, it's an election year. There was a lot of really, um, let's say pushback to put it lightly on those pay raises on those $50,000 pay raise, um, amendments that were implemented, uh, or that were proposed by more added than passed by the council. And so, and even then, you know, with the 25, scaling it back to 25%, a lot of people still thought that wasn't enough. I've told you guys, you know, before that, you know, and when I serve in my role as an elected official, we oversee a, a fairly big department uh, in the in the in the town. And if we had just, you know, shelled out sort of fifty thousand dollar pay raises to people because we like them, um, we would it would not be taken well. Uh, so um, I, I, you know, wasn't prudent. Um, maybe they want to stick to their guns on the twenty five thousand dollar pay raises for those positions and but looking forward to hearing their uh explanation to that um doesn't seem like anybody's commented yet on the record uh no one's comment i don't think anybody's commented i don't know if anybody commented on adam's uh article i'll have to look at it again but i know i i was i read arthur hirsch's as well the new bedford light and uh it said nobody except for i think council Pereira had um commented and he had said well we'll take a look at it basically i'll take a look at it see what he um see what he says so again that'll be thursday uh wednesday we're going to have the ward three city council debate uh that's scheduled jack spillane's coming in to moderate i know jack had earlier today said on tim's show that it was thursday it's not it's wednesday wednesday seven eight uh seven eight we've gotten the go-ahead to go commercial free on that too so um i spoke with traffic earlier today our traffic our traffic person and we're good to go on uh on either commercial free or very limited uh commercials not to say that we won't have commercials. Our, our, you know, we we love our sponsors. This this show is very heavily sponsored, and we appreciate it. Um, and those ads will play in the show. They just won't play in the seven to eight hour because with debates, uh, typically I like to go commercial free. So you know, it's not it's uninterrupted, especially when you got to give everybody equal time. Everybody's going to get two minutes to answer a question. And those are the rules. Uh, so those are the rules of the debate. By the way, I'll, we'll, we'll go. We might as well go over those rules right now. The with the Ward Three City Council debate, there's. It's going to be, seven eight, either commercial free or very limited, uh, commercial, um, uh, very limited commercials, uh, commercial breaks. There's going to be each candidate's going to have a two minute opening statement, a two minute closing statement, then. Um, there's going to be, and I, we're going to flip a coin to decide that this is typically how I've done it. When a candidate, either a candidate, when a candidate shows up, first candidate to show up, basically, I just let them call it heads or tails. That's how, that's how I've done it. So that's probably how I'll do it again this time. We'll flip a coin to see who goes for, who decides to go first or second, basically. 
that person can decide to go first or uh, go first or go last, meaning they can choose to open the debate or they can choose to close, meaning they have the last statement. Typically, people go last. The people that win, they go last. They like to go last. They like to have the last word. So, um, but they'll each have a two minute, uh, each have an opening two minute uh, and closing two minute statement. Then there'll be questions from the moderators. Those questions will be timed two minutes. Uh, each candidate will have two minutes to answer those questions. If unless I decide that you, you get one minute on, on a certain question, but usually two minutes to answer those questions. And um, if of course, a candidate, one candidate is addressed in the other candidate's statement. Then the candidate who was addressed gets a one-minute rebuttal. That's typically um, that's typically how it works. So that's, that is the exact same format of the Bristol County Sheriff's debate that we had here. That's the exact same format of the Plymouth County District Attorney's race debate that we had. Uh, it's worked well for us so far. I imagine this will be a lot easier to manage than the Bristol County Sheriff's debate. You guys all remember that. Um, be a lot easier to manage, um, but that's that's the format. By the way, I think uh, I'm really uh, I'm really impressed by the amount of um, I'm really impressed by the amount of uh, heavy hitters that have lined up in this Ward Three City Council debate. Uh, you have. Behind Carmen Amaral, you have now have the Labor Council, Coalition of Save Our Schools. You got Sheriff Paul Haro, who came on the show on, uh, was it last Friday or the Friday before? Friday before, because I wasn't here last Friday, to talk about uh, his endorsement and talk about a few other things. You got on Sean Oliver's side in the Bedford Police Union. You've got AFSME. So, like, there's a lot of, you know, really big, important organizations and individuals that are lined up behind these candidates. Uh, in this Ward 3 City Council race. So the election is, I believe, a week from tomorrow. So this debate will probably be the last opportunity for the candidates to really get a message out there In a, uh, as far as the media goes. Um, as far as like a media appearance goes, will probably be the last one. Jack explained how to chat with them. Um, last week that went, that went pretty well. I thought it was pretty good and, uh, we're really looking forward to having more of that discussion here on, um, on, on South Coast tonight on Wednesday. So, uh, 508-996-0500 is how you can get in the program, by the way. And the eight o'clock hour, we're going to have Dr. Brian Glenn Williams. He's going to join us, uh, in the, yeah, he's going to join us at, Eight o'clock. You guys remember? Uh, I've had him on. I had him on a couple times during my Saturday show. He's been on Jim Phillips quite a bit. He's also been on South Coast Tonight uh, as well. He is, um, you know, he's a foreign policy expert and particularly an expert on um, on Russian uh, foreign affairs and Ukrainian foreign affairs. And he was just actually in Brussels speaking to the European Parliament uh, about uh, Russian genocide. So he's he's really when the, when the war first broke out, um, I actually had him on the show. He's um, he's really uh, uh, got a very valuable perspective. Believe he did live in Russia for uh, a time 
And so uh, he also came on to talk about the Afghanistan war because I know he, he definitely lived in Afghanistan for a time as well. So looking forward to talking with Dr. Brian Glenn Williams again. He's a UMass uh, Dartmouth professor. Uh, who's going to be joining us at the in the eight o'clock hour to talk about Russia? But until then, I'm joined by you at five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. That's how you can get uh, on the program this evening. Again, I want to thank Jess for your stepping up uh, for me on on Thursday. I um, I wanted to take a vacation. I was able to take a vacation, so and ended up uh, ended up working out. Um, so. I know Jess and Chris had a good time on Friday, and uh, it's good. And it seemed like a lot of other people um, enjoyed it as well. So uh, we'll definitely, um, you know, I'll, I'll have more vacations to come this year. And uh, I'm sure Jess or one of our great on-air talents will be able to step up. All right. I, I think what I'm going to do now is I'm going to take a uh, – well, actually, let's go to the phones. Good evening. Hello. 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 Going once. Going twice. Well, um, tell you what, if you, oh, well, let's see. Good evening. Hi, how are you? Good. Is it too late to take one more deep dive on the uh, the, the pay, the 25%? Go for it. Yeah, well, I'd like to go for it because I just think that uh, it's a bad look when uh, what happens is that it looks like a money grab and, and uh, sometimes it don't work and uh, there's nobody's crying criminal complaint or anything like that. Yeah. But uh, it looks like it was more hatched than it was a great idea. Yeah, and uh, that's that's the trouble when we get these red herrings. Oh, this is these people deserve. We all deserve our money. We all deserve money makes the world go around. We know that. But when you, I don't know. I was in public service early in my life. I'm seventy, and uh, it was understood back then. You take a haircut when you go in. You don't, you know, unless you want to keep your own practice going. I mean, look at the legislature. I mean, a lot of lawyers and a lot of real estate people up there who are doing part time work, but they take in their legislative pay. But they got they got something on the side. Yeah, I just think when you join public service, you know you're taking a little bit of an haircut because this is not your personal private practice. Plus, you're getting insurance, you're getting everything else. So I just don't like seeing a taxpayer like my brothers and sisters that too live in uh, New Bedford uh, look like the golden goose. Yeah, you're yeah. not supposed to look like the golden goose. You're not supposed to look like a patsy. This is not about payroll and pensions. It's about taxes and services. Yeah. No, I, I think I think that's... I think that's correct. I mean, typically with with public service jobs, it's a little less pay, but more be- much better benefits. That's typically the trade off. You know, it's you don't get paid as much, but you get the benefits. I mean, in these, I'm not saying that there there can't be city jobs, or municipal jobs that pay pretty well, especially ones that are, right. are especially ones that are important. Um, I, but I, I, I'd say competitively, but if you really need that kind of a, of a bump. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fifty grand a year, or something like that. I really think you should consider you know, doing your own practice and stepping out of the ring <laughs> for a while. Yeah, uh, you know, because really, I mean, uh, we're not uh, payroll patriot taxpayers. 
Yeah, no. We're not there at your service for your pensions and everything else. You're going to carry over. You're going to pension out some of these people, Will, and on their jobs, department, their heads, and this and that. They're going to be okay. Yeah. And it was public service. I mean, what the hell, you know? Sometimes you hear in the legislature that we want term limits. Well, why do you offer a pension as one of the perks if you want term limits? They're yeah. saying, please stay, please go. And it's a, it's a confused message. Uh, I just don't see. I always saw public services do the best you can for a certain amount of time and then roll back out. I'm a real estate guy. I'm going to do real estate. But I did serve my uh, my state, my community, my county, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Uh, it wasn't a hassle about, hey, uh, did I get the pinata? Hey, oh, yeah, 50 grand a year. Better pay out than a million dollar hit on a lottery. Isn't that something? <laughs> yeah. That's I- wonderful. A million-dollar hit on the lottery pays out over a 20-year annuity, 37000 And some of these people are knocking down fifty grand. I mean, <laughs> That's an interesting way to put it. <laughs> no, it's, well, you got to put it that way because we're living in the real world with all the warts and the human condition and everything else. And then I hear the nickel-dime dance. Hey, we need this for that. You do pass the hat. The fireman around here with the boot. Throw a dollar, ten dollars in the boot. Come on. If we're going to be consistent, why throw 10? Where was that 10 going to go? Because it makes you cynical. And then your voter turnout is like 10%, 20%, because people said, this ain't government. Yeah. Government is a, is a give and take with the people. I mean, hello? Hello? Yeah. I mean, it's bad enough you got three minutes and somebody flips you off while you're talking. That's not too good government either. You know, I, there's a lot that's got to start. I, I don't know what kind of people are attracted to politics in Bristol County, but my, what I'm seeing, most of them are perfectly cleaner than Caesar's wife. Mm-hmm. They're wonderful people. But when you get a story like this, it just, it's so easy to go cynical, you know? No, I, I, I agree. It was, I mean, it was just, it was definitely, I think, and the council had realized that uh, at, at a certain point that the, it was it was an imprudent um it was it wasn't a prudent allocation of of taxpayer money. Right. I don't think it's going to spike crime or anything else. You know, gee, the meal was so high, we stole the silverware on the way out the door. No, it's not like that. But it, it sure as hell looks like a golden goose mm-hmm. rather than a taxpayer. And I don't think anyone wants to be made fun of a sport of with the fact that there's all kinds of money for that. Because if it's needed, then make the case it's needed and then we'll revalue everything. Because you know, the nuts and bolts people aren't making that kind of money on a street department, etc. And it's not doing the backbreaking work for a career. And they give them a lot more than they take. And it's just a bad look and a bad taste on the way it's coming back. The mayor, I think, is clean. I think he's resolved, exiled himself from everything. I think that he's made it very clear that he is not a part of any kind of thing that was understood that, yeah, we're going to slip this past, this person's going to get this and that. And I understand he's been looking at the 25%. Uh, kick. So, I mean, uh, he's had a totally uh, totally cold wash wake-up. Uh, yeah. But the thing is, is that uh, I, I admire him for doing that. It's not a politically uh, pleasing thing to have to do that. But uh, Mitchell's a real deal, and I respect him for the way he is handling it currently. And I wish him the best resolve with the communicating with the council, who just seems like they got a heavy hand. That's all. It's just, it's just a bad look. I'm sure individually taking aside the wonderful people, or they wouldn't even care about public service in the first place. But, you know, if there's temptation and no consequences, what do you expect? Right. I, hey, so, listen, I... I had a good soapbox for the night. I, I, I very much appreciate it. Thank you. Well, I appreciate you bringing that subject out and uh, the clarity that you put on it that you got me jumping in, so... <laughs> 
Thank you very much. No problem. Yeah, so there'll be more to come on that uh, on Thursday. So this conversation's going to be ongoing with the uh, with those pay raises. So 508-996-0500 is how you can join me this evening. i, I got to take another break. We'll be right back. 1420 WBSM is now also on 99.5 FM. The biggest enemy. I've been around a long time, but I'm truly humbled when I see the real battles our brave, paralyzed veterans have faced defending our freedom. I was on a routine patrol, and uh, we were in the desert of Kuwait, and the vehicle flipped and landed on top of me, which uh, left me paralyzed from the waist down. Okay, folks, this, this, this is heroism. That's why I'm proud to support Paralyzed Veterans of America. Go to pva.org to learn how you can make a difference. They are our love bugs and companions. They are our pets, our family, and they make life better. When we face unexpected challenges, so do our pets. That's why we're on a mission to support people and their pets. Whether donating a bag of kibble, sharing an Instagram post of a lost cat, or welcoming a foster pet into your home, every bit of kindness counts. Visit petsandpeopletogether.org to learn how to be a helper in your community. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. You've spent all day hearing about the news. Now's your chance to react to it. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Call Chris and Marcus now at 508-996-0500. Or send a text via app chat on the WBSM app. No, back to South Coast tonight. Hey, welcome back to the show. I'm Marcus, 508-996-0500. So you can join me this evening. Again, Dr. Brian Glenn-Williams, foreign policy expert from UMass Dartmouth. He's going to be joining me at 8 o'clock. Looking forward to talking with him. We're going to talk about um, what's going on in, um, what's up What's up with Ukraine. So looking forward to talking with Dr. Williams in um, at the... Uh, at the 805 hour. But for now, I'll be joined by you at 508-996-0500. Again, at the earlier part of the show, we had Adam Bass, who was uh, who is our city hall. He's our city hall guy. He's he's the Bass attack. And he's on the attack. He was on the attack. Um, He's been on the attack. So he's got a great piece on WBSM.com. You can check out. It's about... Um, it's about uh, Mitchell's proposals to rein in the pay raises that were uh, proposed that were passed by the city council last month um, after some spirited public debate. So uh, I'm sure Mitchell will talk about it more with uh, with uh, with Tim on Wednesday, and um, like that we'd like to set something up with. Mayor Mitchell at some point soon as well. There's a lot to talk about. We, you know, we had a really good, uh, we had a really interesting show last week uh, about the state pier. Um, we had one member of the legislature sort of planned to call us, and the other two members of the legislature were, had been listening in and decided that they wanted to make their voices heard on that as well uh, about the bidding process of the state pier. So a lot to unpack there as well. So uh, 508-996-0500 is how you can join us this evening. Going to take a quick break and we will be right back. This is South Coast Tonight. I'm Marcus and uh, this is WBSM. 14. Marcus 508-996-0500 is how you can join me this evening. Again, Dr. Brian Glenn Williams is going to be joining us in the 8 o'clock hour. Um, he's going to have some really interesting stuff to talk about uh, in terms of uh, what's going on uh, with the 
Russia, Ukrainian war, uh, which is, you know, aside from being, uh, you know, the most important geopolitical topic that we have, um, also just pretty, the pretty interesting conversation. You know, we've had Congressman Jake Auchincloss on to talk about it. We've had Congressman Bill Keating on to talk about it. And they both gave their perspectives, um, you know, as members of Congress, as Auchincloss's uh, perspective as a former, um, uh, uh, you know, a, a combat veteran. So, Dr. Um, Dr. Brian Glenn Williams will be, uh, I think, will provide some valuable insight. He usually, he usually does. So, uh, and then afterwards, uh, I'll be joined by you at five zero eight nine nine six. Oh, 0500 that's how you can join me this evening so that's pretty much it um again thanks to adam bass who called in uh he'll have better reception when he's in front of the microphone on thursday after that meeting although that might that meeting might take a while who knows um i think there might be a lot of discussion what'll be more interesting is if there's no discussion on it <laughs> they just voted up or down um but i don't think that's going to happen so anyway 508-996-0500. We'll also be taking your messages on the WBSM app chat uh, if you want to chime in on the conversation. This is South Coast Tonight, and I'm Marcus, and stay tuned. Stay tuned. I'll be here, okay? All right. Great. See you at 8.